Chick Podcast. I am Stacey the Future Chick, and today is day 250 of reading the Bible together every day this year. Today we are beginning another book of the Bible. We are beginning the book of Mark, and there is a teaching video from the Bible Project for today. I highly recommend watching it and listening to what they have to teach. A couple of things to keep in mind that um, you're going to see here in the video. While there's no um, certain author of Mark, as far as we don't know, 100% sure, um, tradition lends us to um, believe that John Mark is the author of the book of Mark. Um, he most likely was uh, partnered with Peter, the, um, the apostle, the, the, the disciple Peter, and wrote it with his help. Um, it is believed based on the type of writing and how he explains Hebrew and Aramaic words that he was most likely writing to a primary, primarily Gentile um, audience. And so there's a lot there. Also, just as a little side note, in the Gospels, when you read about the night Jesus was betrayed, several of them make mention of a young man who was observing from the outside and was almost captured and fled away naked. Again, tradition tells us that that was John Mark. Interesting little tidbit there, right? So um, we're going to jump right in today and we're going to read the first two chapters of Mark. We'll also read Psalm 95. Again, don't forget to watch the teaching video. Let's get to it. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way, a voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John came baptizing in the wilderness and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him, and they were baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. John wore a camel hair garment with a leather belt around his waist and ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, One who is more powerful than I am is coming after me. I'm not worthy to stoop down and untie the strap of his sandals. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized in the Jordan by John. As soon as he came up out of the water, he saw the heavens being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove and a voice came from heaven. You are my beloved son with whom with you. I am well pleased. Okay. Something else to consider. Mark, um, puts a huge emphasis on the rapidness, the immediacy, the, um, yeah, the immediateness of Jesus and his ministry. So like even this, as soon as he came up, um, you, you see, and then in the next verse, immediately the spirit drove him into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness 40 days being tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild animals and the angels were serving him. After John was arrested, Jesus went to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God. The time has fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. As he passed alongside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, Simon's brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Follow me, Jesus told them, and I will make you fishers for people. Here we go. Immediately, they left their nets and followed him. Going on a little farther, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John in a boat, putting their nets in order. Here we go. Immediately, he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in a boat with the hired men and followed him. They went to Capernaum, 
And right away he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath and began to teach. They were astonished at his teaching because he was teaching them as one who had authority and not like the scribes. Just then a man with an unclean spirit was in their synagogue. He cried out, What do you have to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit threw him into convulsions, shouted with a loud voice, and came out of him. They were all amazed, and so they began to ask each other, What is this, a new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. At once, the news about him spread throughout the entire vicinity of Galilee. As soon as they left the synagogue, they went into Simon and Andrew's house with James and John. Simon's mother-in-law was lying in bed with a fever and told him, and they told him about her at once. So he went to her, took her by the hand, and raised her up. The fever left her, and she began to serve them. When evening came after the sun had set, they brought him to all those who were sick and demon-possessed. The whole town was assembled at the door, and he healed many who were sick with various diseases and drove out many demons, and he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he got up, went out, and made his way to a deserted place, and there he was praying. Simon and his companions sorry, Simon and his companions searched for him, and when they found him, they said, Everyone is looking for you. And he said to them, Let's go on to the neighboring villages so that I may preach there too. This is why I've come. He went to, into all of Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and driving out demons. Then a man with leprosy came to him and on his knees begged him, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Moved with compassion. Remember what I said the other day about, um, I heard a, a minister, an evangelist say that Jesus wasn't moved by compassion. And it's just garbage. He was constantly moved by compassion. Moved with compassion, Jesus reached out his hand and touched him. I am willing, he told him, be made clean. Immediately the leprosy left him and he was made clean. Then he sternly warned him and sent him away at once, telling him, see that you say nothing to anyone, but go and show yourself to the priest and offer what Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Yet he went out and began to proclaim it widely and to spread the news with the result that Jesus could no longer enter a town openly, but he was out in deserted places and they came to him from everywhere. When he entered Capernaum again, some days after, it was reported that he was at home. So, so many people gathered together that there was no more room, not even in the doorway. And he was speaking the word to them. They came to him bringing a paralytic carried by four of them. Since they were not able to bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, they removed the roof, up, the roof above him, and after digging through it, they lowered the mat on which the paralytic was lying. Seeing their faith, Jesus told the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. But some of the scribes were sitting there questioning in their hearts, Why does he speak like this? He bla he's blaspheming. How can, who can forgive sins but God alone? right away so here we go you see immediately you see as soon as and here you see right away jesus perceived in the spirit that they were thinking like this within themselves and said to them why are you thinking these things in your hearts which is easier to say to the paralytic your sins are forgiven or to say get up and take your mat and walk but so that you may know the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins he told the paralytic i tell you get up take your mat and go home here we go Immediately, he got up, took the mat, and went out in front of everyone. As a result, they were all astounded, giving glory to God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. Jesus went out again beside the sea. 
the whole crowd was coming to him and was teaching them. Then, passing by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the toll booth. He said to him, Follow me, and he got up and followed him. While he was reclining at the table in Levi's house, Levi is Matthew, at Levi's house many tax collectors and sinners were, were eating with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many who were following him. When the scribes, who were Pharisees, saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? Then, when Jesus heard this, he told them, It is not those who are well who need a doctor, but those who are sick. I didn't come to call the righteous, but sinners. Now John's disciples and Pharisees were fasting. People came and asked him, Why do John's disciples and Pharisees' disciples... Sorry. Why do John's disciples and the Pharisees' disciples fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, The wedding guests cannot fast while the groom is with them, can they? As long as they have the groom with them, they cannot fast. But the time will come when the groom will be taken away from them, and they will fast on that day. No one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment. Otherwise, the new patch pulls away from the old cloth, and a worse tear is made. And no one puts new wine into old wine skins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins, and the wine is lost as well as the skins. No new wine is put into fresh wine skins. On the Sabbath, he was going through the grain fields, and his disciples began to make their way, picking some heads of grain. The Pharisees said to him, Look, what they are doing is not lawful on the Sabbath. He said to them, Have you ever read what David and those who were with him did when he was in need and hungry? How he entered the house of God in the time of Abiathar the priest, and ate the bread of the presence, which is not lawful for anyone to eat except the priest, and also gave some to his companions. Then he told them, The Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. So then the Son of Man is Lord, even of the Sabbath. Now we're going to read Psalm 95. Come, let us shout joyfully to the Lord. Shout triumphantly to the rock of our salvation. Let us enter his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout triumphantly to him in song. For the Lord is a great God, a great King above all gods. The depths of the earth are in his hand, and the mountain peaks are his. The sea is his. He made it his hands, formed the dry clay. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture, the sheep under his care. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as at Meribah, as on that day at Massa in the wilderness, where your fathers tested me. They tried me, though they had seen what I did. For forty years I was disgusted with that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray. They do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, They will not enter my rest. Ooh, that's a heavy one. <laughs> Be sure you come back tomorrow, friends, as we continue to read the Bible together every day. I'll see you then.